The Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 279. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I take questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med discussion over at premedforms.com. This week, we have a question about letters of recommendation, especially older ones. Before we jump into that, I want to talk about the MCAT Minute brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. And one of the biggest challenges that students have is trying to figure out their schedule, their timeline of when to take the MCAT and how to schedule their courses around the MCAT. And sometimes you can't fit it all in based on the timeline that you want to take the MCAT and apply to medical school. I had a a great conversation today as I'm recording this with a Blueprint Live Online instructor who did very well. She's a Blueprint Live Online instructor, so she did very well on the MCAT. And she had to self-study the psych sections of the MCAT because she didn't take those courses in school. And that's always the question of what can I self-study? How many courses, quote-unquote courses, can I self-study and still fit it all in. Now, her schedule, Dorothy's schedule, was only a six-week study plan, and she was able to fit in all of her all of her content prep as well as self-studying psych which is kind of the easier sections to self-study. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Those are the easier sections because it's just a lot of memorization of, of concepts and theories and all of these things, but she was able to do it and do very well on the test. And so at the end of the day, it's how good are you in terms of studying content by yourself, being able to to absorb all of it and be able to use it all on the MCAT. And that comes from just self-awareness and knowing yourself. Many of you will be able to do it well. Many of you won't be able to do it well. And that'll just come down to your own self-awareness of what your abilities are. Go check out Blueprint MCAT at blueprintmcat.com. Sign up for a free account. You get their half-length diagnostic, their full-length number one, which we're covering on the MCAT podcast. You can go watch all of the breakdown of all of the passages and questions on YouTube as well as on the MCAT podcast. You get their study planner tool. You get free flashcards. You get a ton of awesome stuff. Again, blueprintmcat.com. So let's jump into our question today. The student asks, hello, everyone. I am in a bit of a pickle and was wondering if anyone had the same issue and how they went about it. As we all know, AMCAS requires required at least three letters of recommendations, two of which have to be professors you've had in the past. Well, I graduated from my university two years ago and have not had any interactions with any of my professors since then. I reached out to one of those professors and they agreed to send the old reference letter they wrote for me three years ago. However, they said it might be detrimental to my application due to the long time that has passed since our last interaction. However, I have also been retaking Orgo at my local community college. However, I'm not close with the professor at all as he simply knows me as my full name displayed on Zoom. 
which correlates with the name in the gradebook. I do not feel like he would write a genuine letter of recommendation as he does not really know much about me besides the fact that I probably hold the highest grade in the class. Hence, I was wondering if I should ask my current professor for a letter of recommendation or stick to the old reference from three years ago, which was more personal and relevant. Any help would be much appreciated. So the first thing I want to tackle here is this statement that AMCAS requires at least three letters of recommendation, two of which have to be professors you've had in the past. That is false. That is fake news. AMCAS doesn't require anything when it comes to letters of recommendations. Each individual medical school determines what letters of recommendations they quote unquote require or recommend, or if it's just we'll accept three letters of whatever you send us. Every medical school sets those standards. AMCAS, ACOMIS, TMDSAS have no say in what letters of recommendations are required. So what you should be doing as a student is looking at the individual medical schools, looking at what their requirements are, and then potentially reaching out to the individual schools and saying, all of my recent courses have been taken online. I cannot get a good letter of recommendation because it's an online professor who I don't interact with. My old letters of recommendation are from many years ago. I haven't unfortunately kept up with those professors, but can I send you my work supervisor? Can I send you my volunteer supervisor? Can I send you the physician who shadows me? Whatever that may look like for you in your specific situation. Each of you will have specific situations that you will be put in that will allow you to get letters of recommendations that may not quote unquote conform to the norm of what we say is a rule of thumb of two science, one non-science, right? That's a general rule of thumb that we throw out that medical schools require. But the truth is every medical school has different requirements. Some require physician letters, some don't. Some recommend one thing, many don't. So at the end of the day, the question is, who can you get strong letters of recommendation for? I do not recommend you get a letter of, rec of, of recommendation from your online course professor who you don't interact with, who doesn't know you. The letter from a few years ago isn't bad. I would just ask if the professor would redate the letter. I would have them redate the letter. And this goes for everyone if you're reapplying to medical school or you unfortunately got a letter several years ago, maybe decided you didn't want to apply, or for whatever reason, you have a letter that is dated not the year that you are applying, ask for that letter to be updated to the date so that the year is the same that you're applying. So if you're applying in 2022, you want the letter of recommendation to be dated in 2022 as well. That shows the medical schools that you're actively out there communicating with these people, getting updated letters of recommendations. Now, could you potentially hack this system and, and in 2020 ask a letter of recommendation from a professor and say, I'm not applying until 2022, can you just date it in 2022? Sure, potentially you could do that. But ideally what happens is if you have a professor from right now and you're not applying for a few years, what you do is you say, you know what, Professor Smith, I really enjoyed our class. Uh, I really enjoyed getting to know you. I would love to stay in contact with you so that when I apply in medical, when I apply to medical school in two years, 
I would love to keep you up to date with everything I'm doing. And would you be willing to write me a strong letter of recommendation then? Right, so you're getting a few things. You're getting permission to stay in contact with them. You're getting their agreement that they're going to write you a strong letter of recommendation. And you're also uh, getting permission to, I forget the third one, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can stay in touch with them and you get that strong letter of recommendation. And those are really, really great things. So um, that's what you should be doing in terms of letters of recommendation. Again, remember, AMCAS doesn't set the rules for letters of recommendations. Comus does not set the rules. TMDSAS does not set the rules. The medical schools set the rules for them for themselves, for each individual medical school. So go to their websites, go check out what those requirements are, and then do some research and reach out to schools if you think you need to. All right, that's what I got for you for letters of recommendations. I hope this was helpful for you. Don't forget, don't forget to go check out blueprintmcat.com for amazing free resources. Again, blueprintmcat.com. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Premeds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.